guys, welcome back to the Upfronts podcast, official podcast of digital and creative media works, where each week we take some pop culture and try to break it down to better understand it. My name is David. My name is Ben. Oh, Ben, we got a good one this week. Uh, I tell you that much. Uh, I don't know. Um, so we're in. We kind of. Listen, I was on a Joseph Gordon-Levitt kick. And yeah, this like this is just like the sequel to more or less. Which yeah, I, I thought it'd be interesting a to weird back sequel. To that. Super where weird. Where he suddenly becomes. Italian. Yeah. Um, because but this week sure. we're talking about the tension of Don John. Um, Don John. Did you know about this film before I put you, you had, it? You had told me about it like a, like years ago. Yeah. You just like mentioned it offhand and I went, cool, and then didn't watch it. And now I forced you to. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it was a 2013 romantic drama written and directed by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Romantic. <sighs> drama. More of a drama. Yeah. <laughs> Starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Scarlett Johansson, and Julianne Moore. Um, yeah, what did you, before we get into the summary, like, what did you think of this coming eh, for the first time? Eh. Not a fan? No, Big not fan. really. You- I don't know why. Um, it could have just been that, I don't know, maybe I just found it too, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It didn't connect with me. On In, a, in a weird kind of like, it just didn't connect with me. No, that's, I mean, not everything has to, yeah. right? Like, I when I watch this, I'm not like, oh, I totally am like. <laughs> I'm also addicted to pornography, yeah, but like, no. <laughs> but like, but like, it's not like five hundred years somewhere. I'm like, oh, there's like a there's like a lot of stuff going on that I that I kind of associate with. I just think from a craft perspective, I think I just got. I think I almost had what Adley had with Five Hundred Days of Summer, where I just got so distracted by so many things, and not like things that were bad. Some things that were bad, but things that were like. My we're brain just would just things. run off on a tangent. Yeah, and you're like, and why just, did they do that? That was yeah, weird. yeah, and like my yeah, they were just I don't know. I was, I didn't hate it, but like it finished, and I was like, all right, right. Whereas maybe if you see it like, a second time, you might hate it, or you might be like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Like, I'm not gonna watch it again because like I don't, I want to, I don't want to risk it, mm-hmm. or do I? I don't know. Let's see what if I hate it, the then it's like all right, I will stop listening. I'll stop. Yeah. I won't watch it again. But if I love it, I don't know. Maybe it's a good film. Maybe I, mean, I do have to watch it again. Maybe we'll see what you think after the yeah, episode. Yeah, I'm probably gonna hate it. <laughs> probably. That's I can ruin anything. You have a tendency to ruin. I, that's my special power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so John Martello is a young modern day Don John with a short list of things he cares about: my body, my pad, my ride, my family, my church, my boys, my girls, my porn. While John has an active sex life, he finds the only way he feels sexually satisfied is with pornography. While out one night, John meets Barbara Sugarman, a girl that. The, a girl that the boys classify as a dime. John is rejected that night, but looks her up online and asks her out for lunch. The two begin a relationship. Barbara quickly convinces John to take night classes to finish his degree, and John patiently sits through her love of romantic films. Barbara withholds sex for over the first month of their relationship. Finally, after she meets uh, John's parents, she and John have sex. But John still isn't satisfied. While she's sleeping, he sneaks out to watch porn, and Barbara catches him. Barbara, prepa- Barbara prepares to leave, but John claims it was a joke from a friend that he would never watch porn when he can be with, when he can be with the real girl. Their relationship does continue, and with Barbara around, John begins to watch porn outside of his apartment more and more. While at night class, another student, the middle-aged Esther, catches him watching porn. Meanwhile, Barbara continues to assert control, insisting he shouldn't clean his own apartment. Later that night, Barbara checks the browser history on John's computer and confronts him about his constant porn habits. She then ends their relationship. John tries to go back to his old life, but he quickly spirals. As Esther, continue reaching out, as Esther continues reaching out, she offers him an old-school porn film, hoping that he might learn more about authentic experiences with sex. John and her then probably have sex in the back of a car. Esther convinces John to try masturbating without porn, but he can't. 
She senses that the reason John Con enjoys sex is that he's looking for a one-way connection, and he should try to and he needs to try to lose himself in another person, not just in the act. It should be a mutual experience. Esther then explains her son and her husband died in a car accident, and in their vulnerability, the two form both an emotional and a sexual connection. Later, John tells his family that he's broken up with Barbara. After a big yelling match, his sister Monica explains that Barbara that Barbara was, was using John for what she wanted and didn't know anything about him. The following week, John meets with Barbara to apologize for lying to her about the porn. Barbara says she asked one thing of him, and he failed. John explains she asked many things of him, and he could not meet her expectations. As she tells him to never contact her again, he starts to see how shallow she is and realizes he's better off without her. John and Esther begin a relationship of sorts. Even though she's considerably older and neither has any interest in getting married, John believes he really understands Esther and that they can get emotionally lost in each other. While this is not a solution to John's problems, it does seem like a step in the right direction. It's a really odd I don't, film. I don't it's, know how to process this film. It's basically Saturday Night Fever. I haven't seen that, so I have no frame of reference. Okay, that but doesn't help you at all. I just, I don't, like, there's, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, this okay. is the first time I've watched a film, and, like, so, like, if there's a film that, like, I don't like, there's usually, like, a reason I can pin down. So it's, like, I didn't like Prometheus because I felt, like, I don't know, there were scenes in it that, like, legitimately, like, disgusted me, and I was, like, put off from that mm-hmm. film. It's, like, I didn't like, what else happened? I like, I don't know. It's, like, I can usually point a, like, point a finger at a reason why, like, I liked or didn't like a film. Yeah. But this just, like, eludes me. Ah, and it, it's okay. not that I hate it. It's that, like, I try to sort of think about, you know, like, I try to look to uh, Don Juan, like, the, the sort of mm-hmm. the original, like, that story, which this is very similar to, but, like, then it just kind of falls apart at the end. And, like, during the film, I had these ideas of sort of where it was going with Esther, and then it falls apart at the end. Yeah. And I just... <laughs> ah! Okay. <laughs> Should we pick through it, then? You need to explain this film to okay. me, because, like, I have nothing, man. I can, I can do it. Uh, it's going to be... It's not a super complicated film, but there's a lot going on that isn't super, like... It's, it's not... None of it's very complicated, but until you yeah. th- until you think about it for a long time, it's it, I can see why it's a, a, kind of one of those. I, I'm, I must be at that middle point where, I've, where I'm thinking about it enough to where it's just drilling my brain, but and, I'm, and I'm found... not quite there. So, B- Barbara and John have the same problem. Yes, that much is like the baseline of the film. So yes. John really wants a one way relationship from the porn. Barbara really wants a one way one way relationship from men she's dating. Yeah. So she uses them to get what she wants, and John uses porn to get what she, get what he wants. Equally, John's uh, John's relationship with uh, uh, with the women that he's dating, who he's just fucking and like isn't connecting yeah. with, that's kind of the same thing that Barbara's getting with him when they're dating. Like, unless he's like doing something ridiculous to like prove his love or whatever, she just feels nothing, right? But then, like the whole like I don't want you cleaning the house thing. That's a so is that just her? Is that like when her- I was watching that, I was just like, is he trying to do he as an JGL? Mm-hmm. I was like, is he trying to do, like, a toxic femininity thing here? Like, what is he trying to present? No, that would just be, like, that's... I, the idea is that Barbara Sugarman's like, an upstanding Christian woman, right? Is she Christian? Yeah, that's the idea. Um, I thought they left her religious beliefs, like, purposefully kind of in the air so you're not able to pin it down. They, like, throw her as just, like, oh, is she Jewish? She's like, no. Nah. It's like they kind of purposefully try to make her religion... Yeah, you might be not, right. Because the, 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 yeah. the religious focus is very much... His family him being a catholic and even i'll say one thing the way they use 
his church I fucking 100% loved. Mm. But again, I got distracted by it. Yeah. <laughs> I kept okay. distracted. So, anyway, continue. So that much is pretty obvious, right? So it's the yeah, problem yeah. versus the romance films. They're very one-sided. Um, the idea is that... What... <laughs> fucking Anne Hathaway and Channing Tatum. funny, right? That's good shit. <laughs> oh, again, I just, this season just keep distracting me in the, this movie. The, the, whole, the whole film, like, the, the, the thesis is that... It's, like, so well made, but, like, yeah, I just... just my brain just... Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so... John represents, like, a certain portion of the male population that... And it's not really about sex, what the, the film is trying to talk about, but he represents a certain kind of person, whether male or female, it tends to be male, who is, like, unable to um, empathize with other people. And he's, like, the classic Don, right? So, like, he fucks good, he, like, he has, like, the sweet pad, he's got the sweet ride, he's got the happy family. But it's, like, all super dysfunctional. Like... Well, even like even like the religious aspect doesn't like, work. Don believes that oh he can he can repent his sins later in life. Yeah. The Don Juan Don. Yeah. Whereas this is sort of similar, except he's sort of repenting. Well, he, during. He, yeah. He, well, he has the belief that as long as he keeps doing it, he's making a difference. Yeah. And it's only at the point toward the end when he feels like he's made a difference in his life, and it doesn't change the the kind of the outcome. Yeah, the outcome of what's happening. He goes, oh, this is bullshit. Yeah. Um, and so. That's kind of the through line. It's about like finding those points in your life where there's like breaking points of the things you believe in. So he, you know, this when he's spiraling, when he's like, you know, watching all that porn, like, and completely is like lost control after he breaks up with Barbara. Yeah, that's he like punches the dude's windshield in, and then <laughs> realizes that the religion's like bullshit. And then his sister goes, you know, like uh, it's, the only lines she says in the entire film. Yeah, well, because she acts as the Greek chorus, which I'll come to later because <laughs> I don't want to confuse you too much. Okay. You don't want to confuse me too much. Well, you... That's very condescending of you, David. Well, you're already confused by the I know, film, I am, so I don't want to like, no, fucking fair. push you further and be like, and this film... But now is... you're making me think of Greek tragedies. And this film and just... is a replication of Greek tragedies. Take a drink. So. <laughs> the porn... Okay, the MacBook and the porn and the internet and stuff. Yes. They're, they're diametrically opposed to John's character, right? So he doesn't know about... Browser history. Right. It's fucking funny, right? Yeah. Um, isn't it about browser history? He only uses the computer for porn because when he yeah. hears the, the dong well, sound, he gets hard. He gets hard. Also, the, the, the sound of the bin, um, when he when he chucks the um, the tissues in the bin, it's the sound of emptying a trash in a MacBook. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't notice I that, but that's amazing. Um, oh, he's got a MacBook in front of him. He's going to empty his trash, everyone. It totally is. Yeah. Yeah. So that's little things like that where it's like John's relationship with computers is all about porn. So him, technology is a gateway yeah, to yeah. get that porn, right? right? He doesn't even know you can look people up on, up on Facebook. Like, he, he doesn't know you can look Barbara up on Facebook and message her. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the kind of way he's at. So the, the way that he uses the computer and the technology to facilitate his lack of connection is, like, even though it's new tech, he's using it in an old way. So I mean, same- he's, just, he's just a bit of a dumbass in general. Mm. Like, he's just all around a bit of a dumb person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But at the same time, like... <clears throat> He's just, he's just jacked, like, he's, he's every, like, bro dude ever. He's a jacked up bartender. Right. He's fucking all these women. But the one point of difference with his character is he's always watching porn. So that's, even says at the start, he goes, I know that last thing sounds fucked up. Yeah. So it's, it's trying to find, like, the complexity in those, in those bro dude characters that you're so ready to not empathize with. We're like, this fucking guy, like, doesn't give a shit about anyone. But there's always something going on, right? It's like yeah. his family's really dysfunctional. His dad's kind of the worst. Um, you know, his sister never speaks to another family because she knows that they're all idiots. Mm. Even though he's like this jacked up bro dude that you're supposed to hate, the whole time you're like, man, this like this his life is not going super well. Even though from the outward appearance it looks great, that's yeah. kind of that's like mirrored throughout the layers of this film. Like you never see him work in this film. 
Like he, yeah. even though he, he says he's a bartender and he works in the service industry and he talks about uh, so-and-so covering his shift, mm-hmm. you never actually see him work. Yeah, the closest you see is when he's behind a bar, someone writes a number on his hand. So yeah, even, that's, that's the, that's the only up, time you, know? you see it, yeah. Which, again, the film, like, in a longer film, again, it's like an indie film, like yeah. uh, one hour, 30 minutes, same with... Straight up, yeah. You know, it's like an hour and 20 A24. if you take out the credits. Yeah, classic A24 film. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's it's curious that they went, we got to get rid of the work stuff because it's not as important. And I think if you'd seen the work, it, you would have you would have not empathized as much with Barbara when she's like, you should take a night class. And then even her, like his friend, when he's like, hey, you might as well fi- like finish, finish it. it, right? And he's like, yeah, I guess. Like, yeah, because, yeah. If, if you'd seen him like having like fun at the bar and like picking up chicks and like You're having like, like hanging out with his yeah. like, well, he's like, having clearly fun. There. Why? Yeah. yeah. Why change? Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's about like picking those perspectives, I think. But I can point out some like kind of top level stuff and then we, i'm gonna kind of pick your brain and see what you think all right um there's a lot of stuff with sound which we already touched on with the the macbook and the sound effects and stuff um yeah. don has like this fucking theme whenever he like meets someone's eyes when they're in the oh club. yeah like, does that like cool bassy yeah. like, kind of techno music yeah. um and that's contrasted brilliantly with um barbara who gets like the jessica rabbit sexy kind of like lilting like yeah like that kind of jazz like <laughs> right sexy jessica rabbit thing God and then contrasted even heavier with esther who gets that kind of lilting piano swell at the end when they kind of connect right. in that final scene yeah um so instead of looking at the way that that john is looking at people the music kind of choreographs his perspective so when he sees barbara it's like this this unreachable kind of goal Whereas with Esther, it's just like something that's comfortable and, and close. Whereas these girls at the bar, it's just like, we're going to dance and we're going to fuck and then that's it. We're going to dance. We're going to make out. We're going to go in a taxi. You're going to see a titty. Mm-hmm. Scene end. End the scene. Yeah. And whilst that sounds like a little thing, it, it cues you up to be ready for like, you can tell what he's thinking without them having to do narration or whatever, even though there is narration. Um, well, they, they do a lot of that kind of like... <sighs> like Cornetto trilogy sequencing <laughs> a bit in this film there's a lot um, of it yeah where like the especially so the yeah the 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 bar ritual the club ritual i guess yeah like that sort of like three segment or like four five segment like lock eyes dance make out taxi fuck well even the bit before that is the same pattern where someone goes Look at that chick. He goes, She's nah. a tail. Like, look at ponytail. Yeah. Look at yeah. and then, red dress. And then, and then Don, like, it's notices someone nice. no one else has pointed out. And he goes, damn. And then it happens. Yeah. yeah. So even that's, like, a sequence. And even, like, the, um, when he, whenever he goes to church, it's always, like, walk, like, driving. Drive, being Yelling, angry. yelling yeah. at someone. Walking. Shot of the cross. Pen, shot of, well, shot of the cross. Shot of the patron saint or whatever they call the statue. Yeah. Like, in the pew. In the confession, you get the confession, and then you get the the amount of Hail Marys he's get. Straight to Jim. Same sequence, same <laughs> yeah. shot. And even even with Barbara, like, every scene they have together plays out the same way. They go to do something, he wants something, she wants something else. She convinces him using her kind of, like, his desire for sex to make him do the thing he doesn't want to do. He yeah. leaves and feels like shit. It's, he watches it's, porn. Yeah. I've- did this film just like hypnotize me or something? It kind of, well, because like that's the, kind of the, the whole, is... like when I'm like thinking back, this whole film is just like there's like three to four different sort of sequences that they do where they've got, so the, you've got the club, you've got the gym, you've got the church, you've got the porn. Mm-hmm. And like that's, that's, and I guess stuff with Barbara, like that's like the only like five actual scenes in this film. Mm-hmm. They just tweak them all slightly and then just fucking throw them at the wall. Yeah. This film is a 
fucking mess. It's, well, it, but, but it's it's I I think what it is is it's an interesting representation of what it's like to be an addict. So. Well, John, right. John isn't like a heroin addict or whatever. He, he says that at he one says, point. He's like, yeah. it's not fucking I'm heroin. Not a, I'm not a fucking... I'm but, not a junkie. But yeah. when, when you're in like kind of the midst or the haze of like that addiction, it is like being hypnotized where everything becomes about routines and like cycles. Yeah. And you go, well, like today I get up, I go to work, then I come home and I smoke my weed and then I do this and I do that. Yeah. You, like, you get yeah and even that. he's like, I make my bed. I watch my porn. Well, he, he makes his bed. He, like, he washes his sheets after the night of fucking. Yeah. He watches his porn. He goes to work. He's well, a, you, you know. Yeah. And then he... Because he, he's not a statistically he, accurate, yeah. accurate bachelor who, <laughs> like, washes their sheets, like, once a year. <laughs> yeah. So, like, but, like, well, I guess he's fucking so much. It'd be great. It'd be dank. Um, well, he likes his... He likes his pad. So, like, he, he watches... He's got some sick worth at, work ethic. But even, like, you know, he goes to church, and then he goes to his parents' place for lunch, which, again, is that that's another part of that cycle. Right. Um, oh, and yeah. Then, and then he goes to the gym, and then he goes home and watches porn. Yeah. And it's only when Barbara's involved that she interrupts those patterns that things start to go wrong. So when she's at the gym and he's doing his 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 repentance for his yeah. sins or whatever. Which is hilarious, she's by like, the way. talking to yourself? And it's <laughs> fucking funny. Because the first time you see it, you're like, damn, dude, that's like... He's like that's fucking, like hardcore, yeah. yeah. And then you see it, and she's like, are you fucking talking to yourself? And he's like... Yeah, totally am. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> you're like, funny. It's totally yeah. lame. <laughs> it's, yeah, and you're like, it is super lame. And because, again, she breaks down those representations of what he views his life as. So he's like, yeah, I, I do these things and I'm this and I'm crushing. These are the only he even, he even, just, he even starts to launch like when she when they're talking about the Swiffer pads or whatever. Which yeah. is a very funny scene. <laughs> he goes, listen, babe, there's only there's only five things. Like there's only a few things I care about. My pad, my And she's like, I don't want to hear it. And even, yeah, that, like, yeah. even breaks the routine of like his mantras and his, his kind yeah. of. So it's almost like. It's probably a good thing because that does end with well, yeah, it, his porn. It basically, <laughs> like, she rips him out of that routine. Like, it takes that shock to the system of. Right. If he doesn't change something, then his life is going to fall apart, right? Okay. So that, and that's what, that's what addiction is. It's when the, when the pain of staying the same is, uh, is worse than changing. So if, if you don't make a change, it's going to be worse than if you do. Right. So if you're like a, a heroin addict or something, if you don't make a change, then things are going to get way worse than if you go through the difficult the the, the difficulty of change. Your brain is like, yeah. I don't want to do that because that's hard. Yeah, and because that, that's yeah. why that's why addicts don't stop consume. Like that's why they don't stop being addicts. Yeah, it's because your brain's like, what's well, easier to not stop? And it's only when it's only when one outgrows the other. So it's for John. It's like what he gets to is that point where he goes, actually, if I keep doing this, if I keep like trying to watch porn in my car and watch porn at fucking college and like like do all this shit then i'm fucked and then you know thankfully before he can make a decision either way she catches him and he's kind of off the hook a little bit then he doubles down and that's when he like he he dives into his addiction and then he he goes okay i actually have to change like he spirals completely yeah and it's that spiral it's when he gets that lowest point that he's able to then come back so i think maybe maybe the reason why the film is so hypnotic is that those cycles feel like fucking hypnosis when you're in them like if you hear like really like full-on addicts talk about it like that's the process you go through and it says routine so it's almost like in the act of making this really cool interesting film about how like porn and addiction have this interesting intersection with young people and sexuality and stuff in in like a modern society it's also just a classic story about like a junkie but then like esther is a really oddly characterized character like Mm -hmm. so when i was watching when i was like watching this film and when so like esther gets introduced when he sort of he's at night class and she's just like crying and i was just like okay like whatever i'm sure they'll explain this Mm -hmm. and but their interactions are so weird Mm -hmm. to me it's like i didn't well so initially when they sort of like introduced esther and she like catches him watching porn in class 
and then she like gives him like a vintage porn dvd my brain was like immediately i was just like oh she's she's an ex-porn star from like the 70s oh okay. my brain was like that's what she is like she's she's from the industry that's why she understands yeah. that he totally does it and she's like giving for like either like one of her old videos which would be weird or just like something from when she was in the industry interesting because she understands that back when similar to the line where she's just like where he's just like no nah, this is real and she's just like oh you know she's like you realize it's all made up he's just like what are you talking about because yeah. he doesn't realize it's all fake yeah my brain was just like yeah because she's in the industry like she oh. no i most that's a weird assumption but like that's where my brain that's went. So, that's Cause so she weird. was so nonchalant about him watching porn. My brain was just like, and the, the, that that was like I was just like, okay, well maybe she's like an ex that porn looked, star. I was that like that. I, I, I was like from what... a characterization that would make sense that she would be sort of. I don't know. Like my brain was just like this could be an interesting road, and then when it just turns out she's just a widower mm. and just does weed and stuff. I yeah. was like. Yeah, I guess. I, I I see why you thought that. That look, honestly, that's a better option. <laughs> yeah, that's right. not what's in the film. So you your brain was like, "Hey Ben, here's a here's, here's a, a really better film." And they were like, "What's it that?" Yeah, I get it. Uh, yeah, no, I totally understand <laughs> it. I just think like, she, and like, and and when yeah, when like her character was revealed, I was like, and like whether I was like subconsciously just like, oh, that's kind of worse. Like I don't know. Like I found it weird. I don't know, like, it's just kind of weird. It, it might be one of those like, things, like, why... 500 Days, where if you watch it again, you go, okay. Like, you know how so there's some things in that, which the first time you watch it, you're like, ah, what? I mean, like, I'm, brain I'm, sh- I'm, like, I'm sure on, like, a second viewing, it'll, like, be more obvious from the start that they were aiming towards the I don't think just it's, widower perspective. I, I, I think but... it's less obvious, but I think the way that John reacts is supposed to cue you off to the fact that, like, she really couldn't care less what he's doing. Which is why my brain was, like... Because I guess maybe it's like a... They're obviously trying to do like a um, like a sort of contrast between yeah. how she reacts to him watching porn and Barbara. versus Barbara. Which is why I was like, again, like from the end, like, you know, like used to be a porn star it, look, kind that of thing. Sense. Um, makes and that sense. just like wigged me out. Like, I think that's like the big thing that wigged me out when I was just like, I was like, wait, they didn't go down this path. They made this character who is so like... You like could see weirdly fine with just having sex with this guy, even though she's like caught him watching porn. Just like you, know, like right, like uh, it, someone who's so sexually liberal. And again, like the any like people can be sexually liberal. Like it's fine. Most people are. But like my brain was just going. I uh. to stop you from imploding. Um, uh, let's let's talk about. Let's I don't know what that says about me. I feel like it says something about. I think at that point you were just know. well in the hypnosis. You were like, I don't know what's I, going. Like, on. yeah, and maybe like I wanted that to be such like a like a strong point. Like an easy. Well, I th- that it would like pull me out, Actually, but it just wasn't. It was just so just like, oh, she's just fine with him watching porn. I was like, no, that's not what I wanted. Like, I wanted like a. You wanted a stopping point. Yeah, I, I wanted like, like I wanted like a pin drop, right? You wanted someone to. Well, I wanted act- him to like watch the porn video that she gave him and have it be like one of her things and him go like, wait, what the fuck? That uh-huh. nice lady who like helped me in class mm-hmm. or something actually was a porn star. Maybe I need to reconsider how I've been thinking about uh-huh. the girls I watch in porn this whole time. Like that's where my brain was so, going. What you're saying and is- It just kind of didn't. What it you're just kind of is- went, no, porn's bad. It's not what it did. It <laughs> That's not what happened. It, I- it didn't try to reconcile the image that it portrayed sex workers in she not she sex sa- workers no. porn stars she says okay i fundamentally disagree only i've seen this film a few times and like right. 
the way that it represents it doesn't say porn is a bad so she even says like nothing 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 wrong with watching porn as long as you know what it is that's the message that someone has about porn if you're watching porn that's like which would have been a lot better if she was also a porn star because you, been... you just wanted this film to pull you out of the fucking cycle and the really hypnosis. Did, really did. And that's not, that's not how it works, Ben. You don't get but, uh... that fucking lifeline. <laughs> what I'm saying is I think the film got you good. I, really, I think it did. Um, let's talk about lighting quickly, because I noticed this this time and I hadn't noticed it before. A lot of weird lighting stuff happening in this film. Especially um, when he's watching porn. Yeah, when he's, well, there's a few things. So um, when, when he first meets a girl that he's interested in, they're always lit by a vertical spotlight. Um, where it's kind of like a heavens kind of light. Um, John is always in the dark in those shots. She's interesting. He's always kind of peering at them. Um, later in their relationship, Barbara is always backlit. I don't know what that says, but um, then when they finally have sex, it's no different than the lighting in all of all of the other of John's fuck scenes, except they're both in the dark. And when he's talking about like her butt or her tits, they light up. So or like oh, yeah. lighting on it. It's like a um, it's like a Pulp Fiction shot mm. where he's like looking at her tits and it's lighting up like the fucking um. Like the goddamn suitcase. It's fucking funny. Yeah, like so it. stupid. <laughs> but it's, it's again, again like, that distracted me. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> she just um, have a light bulb on her chest. What is this? But again, those are all like lights coming from above, and then sure. versus everything else, where when John's watching porn, it's lit. It's it's lit from the bottom always by the computer. Yeah. Um, and then obviously at the ending of the film, um, you have the light coming in from all angles when John and Esther, um, they're like lit by the same light because they're it. kind of together. They're fucking. Yeah. Um. And that's just like a little, it's a little filmmaking technique that clearly like, you know, JGL's picked up from like 500 Days or something like that. One of the many films he's worked on. And he's gone, let's kind of use this. Just do lighting. Um, and it, again, it's a little small touch that I quite like. It kind of just adds a little bit of, a little, little bit of polish to it that wouldn't otherwise be there. It, yeah, it makes it, I think it helps. I don't know. It almost makes the sex scenes less uncomfortable. I think that's a lot of why... They, I think that's a lot of why they do those shots. Because at first, it's do. quite confronting. Sort of for the first ten minutes, you're like, "Man, this is just like nonstop with the sex." And it's also very, which I guess like, makes sense because it's like the whole film about like porn. And, but there's like a lot of like sensory, like there's a lot of sensory arousal. Or whether it's porn or something, it's like big things flashing quickly and loud noises and stuff. Yeah. Because again, it's trying to replicate that one way, like the excitement of like the new tech and stuff, where it's like, yeah, it's all really exciting and like, yeah, yeah, it's a really, 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 really good until you crash. Right. You know. Um, you oh compare- god, that scene when they're at the the diner or something, and it's like hard cutting to like that, ga- that gave me fucking anxiety. That, f- that fucked that me up. That scene is genius. Yeah, god, that fucked me up. I was like, nah, I'm not okay with this. I was like, legit- yeah. legitimately terrified. It's like, gen- well, it's, that's what it's like to hide like an addiction, right? right yeah. So again, like, I, I just fuck a lot of this film because <laughs> it, it it does what what we always talk about with film through subtext, where it can perfectly illustrate. <laughs> the way it is to live through an experience without having to, like, explain itself to you. Right. Watching this film is, like, the way that you felt experiencing this, well, like, sorry, the way that you felt watching this film is what it's like on some level to some degree on a top-line basic, top-of-the-level, <clears throat> you know, experience. That's what it's like to be, Well, like, I guess because, like, I've never gone down, personally, like, a road of addiction to mm. anything. It, because it is, it, you know, it's similar to, like, if someone who hasn't gone down the road of depression would watch, like, BoJack Horseman. They would be mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Whereas, like... When, when we watch When that, we watch it, we it's go, just like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Woo! Fun! And there's, and there's stuff that there's stuff in that which... It's, like, really subtle stuff, which yeah. Which hits you when you just go, like, <laughs> things that are very, very subtle and that are sometimes subtextual that you go... Like, oh. oh. And, you, like, it, it touches on something that you go, I can... That's, that's a direct touched into an experience whereas like to me watching this film about addiction where it's like never had that experience it's just like ah yeah it's just you're like is this what it's like yeah 
Yeah, the, the especially one... something so like it's 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 probably different to watching something like Train Spotting. Train Spotting. That's the one about yeah. heroin. Yeah. Where it's like you should have powered through. You guessed it right. First yeah. Time. Where it's yeah. like that. It's like. Because, like, let's be real, I've seen porn. Like, I don't know what porn is. Yeah. I don't know what it's like to be on heroin because I never had heroin. Yeah. I don't plan on to. But, but like, train spotting. So it's like where, where, yeah. where train spotting would be like if someone's on heroin, they watch train spotting, they'll be like, I can see where that's coming from. If they were addicted to heroin at some point. Whereas this one, it's like because I understand at the baseline level what pornography is, mm-hmm. this, which is pornography dialed up to 11, it's like, what the fuck? It's like, how are you taking something? Mm-hmm that's yeah it's kind of like i don't know if you were just like casually you casually drunk alcohol and then you watch like bojack you'd be like well, yeah you, you could release you could replace the porn with literally anything yeah and this would work but because it's porn it's like most people have seen porn yeah, but, and because it's porn you also like you go well i would never do that because it's it's so innocuous like yeah i, I think if I well, think even if, in the if, film like yeah, right if, in the if, film if he's was, like this if, is just if, porn everyone watches if, porn if this was a story about like you know he, he was drinking or something um, you could still do the same film because oh, we lost that camera. No, oh, no. Oh no. We're gonna have, we're gonna have a break, ladies and gentlemen, Luca. So, because David's David's equipment is a piece of shit. We had a battery. We had a card. Did it just break? Did the monitor die? Is it all fine? And we we just stopped for no reason. This is gonna suck to edit. <laughs> there is light. Yeah, mine's gone. Mine's gone good. Look at my beautiful face and frame. <clears throat> we were right at the end as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if the light runs. Ooh. Good. Yeah. We'll have a we'll have a we'll have a scene transition. Flash some, do some hard cut porn between. Cause. I might do that. <laughs> oh God, please don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just no to keep the monitor. <laughs> Keep the monitor facing that way, it'd be hilarious. Yeah, it's like directly in front of me. Hello! <laughs> Alright, welcome back. <laughs> uh move it more towards your way. More 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 more. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay. You're good. Alright, we're gonna gonna Oh, this is like classic AFA. Yeah, this is like old school with Sorry, we lost the camera. I don't know what happened. Um that's really weird. What were we talking about? Um, Pornography. We were, so I was going to say that you could replace the um, the porn in the story with literally anything. And yeah, the story and it would still, still work. work. Um, wanted to touch on Monica as the chorus because I think this will tie us into what I think this film has been trying to do in a way that I don't think I've seen before. <coughs> so Monica basically behaves as the Greek chorus. And if you don't know, the Greek chorus was in the Greek tragedies. There would be this group of women that would sit on the side of the stage and they would, yep. they would be the voice for the Grecian people. So right. they would, as the play's going on during like pauses and intermissions and stuff they would sing um songs in response to what was happening in the play as if you would as like, if they were the what audience the fuck? yeah so like in the media <laughs> like in the scene where she tells her husband to go fuck off they're like what the hell was she thinking he was a great husband right like that kind of thing. oh god <laughs> that's so like it's right yeah it now it's quite cringe right yeah <laughs> 
But like Monica in this, because she says nothing the whole film, right? right? It's also Brie Larson, which I'm all about. Because um, <laughs> she says nothing the whole film. It's only at that last moment when when no one is no one is in John's corner this entire time. His yeah. mom wants him to be something he's not. His dad doesn't give a shit about anyone but, but himself. Like Barbara just wants to use him for what she wants. Esther's got her own shit going, and literally, like no one is in his corner. And it's there's there's a shot earlier on when uh, it's just it's just before um, it's just before the that big argument, the yelling match, yeah. where he goes. Actually, no, it's the lunch before. Sorry, yeah, it's the week before when he tells them that Barbara's busy with her family or whatever. Yeah. And her mom says something about, like, oh, grandkids or whatever. And he and his sister have this moment of eye contact. Yeah. Where she knows. She totally knows. Yeah. And you go, oh, she knows. <laughs> it's the next week when, like, everyone has abandoned him. Yeah. It's his sister who's like, you know what? You're better off. And it's, it's interesting that what she was waiting for was him to realize himself instead of forcing him to come to that revelation because right. that's as an audience you can't make that happen yeah so she kind of represents the audience in that way which i just think is a nice touch from a screenwriting perspective because you don't have to do that you can just not have the sister yeah like and the she, film still works yeah but she's such a crucial element because she's in every scene with the family yeah and by having her <clears throat> be on his side at the end you go oh even though he's in this crazy cycle and everything there is still someone keeping an eye on him and yeah and even know. just like within the context of her sort of like where she sort of stands in the family from where you kind of from like what you gather from like their interactions of all their lunches you kind of gather that she's sort of like at least from like i assume like the father's perspective and the mother's perspective kind of like low rung (laughs) kind of like bottom rung it doesn't talk much yeah just like not she's not you know the youngest (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) and so when like when she yeah so her like her talking at the end is sort of like this big yeah it's the grecian chorus she does things like she leaves without saying goodbye like um there's an implication in one of the scenes that john drives her home it's interesting there's a lot of stuff in this that is really like subtle where there's one lunch but i guess it's dinner technically um after church where she and he leave at the same time and she walks to his car so there's a lot of interesting stuff in this where it's like it's not all text, but there's enough subtext where as the chorus, she's you kind of you go, okay, well I understand that that, that she represents something in this story that is a bit more subtle than just is he, is he a good guy, is he a bad guy? Did he do the right thing or not? Yeah. It's more like is he a character we should empathize with? And I think the story's conclusion is like people who are going through addiction are still people. They're not fucking monsters, they're not do they're not doing it for like attention, they're not doing it to like, you know, whatever. They they don't mean to hurt people, but they do. And John has the luxury of not spiraling so far that he causes irreparable damage. And he does go through and he apologizes <laughs> to the people that he hurt, right? Which is, yeah. is I think, an important thing this film represents. But all in all, I just think as a, as a film about something that's as exciting as sex, it manages to convey something really deep and subtextual about an experience that not everyone has. And that's kind of one of the most important things you can do with any story i think yeah is help people empathize with each other a little bit more because then hopefully everyone else is just a little bit nicer and a little bit more kind and if everyone was that then the world would be a much better place yeah this film did are you okay now yeah I'm a <laughs> feeling bit a bit better, better? yeah i think um, i am do you have any recommendations of this week oh fuck uh yeah. tetris 99 i tetris guess 99. <laughs> ben's been doing that battle royale yeah it's, it's a lot of fun yeah we might do a post show or an episode about it at some point yeah or maybe I a have, video because it's have, very dense. i have feelings yeah it might have to be how that game works i have to sit down and get you to explain God damn, it. it's insane yeah it's um <laughs> uh, uh, i think we got an episode of Night Flyers coming up next week. Um, oh God, do I have to I watch that? Think. Fuck. It's re- you'll like it. It's really good. Okay. 
Actually, again, it's less about whether I'll like it and more about whether I'll have time to yeah, watch it. I, ah! I think that's next week. Let me check. Uh, I mean, you've known it's that for a few weeks, so it's, this is on you, you. You know me. Yeah, if you just you read know. the Google Calendar. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's. Uh, we're doing Night Flies next week. So I've been watching that and really enjoying it. Um, I've been playing Metro Exodus. That game fucks oh, hard. Yeah. I've been meaning to get Yeah, that. it's really good. Um, really good survival. It's basically just a good Fallout game. Actually, I've been playing this um this early access game called Eco, which is uh, how do I describe it? So it's basically Minecraft, <laughs> but you're on like a world with lots of other people. Mm-hmm. So it's like multiplayer. We have like a server of like 10 of us mm-hmm. and there's a meteor that's about to crash into the world in 30 days, like 30 real time days and the server stays mm-hmm. up and everything. And the game is basically Minecraft and it's like you got to build like you got to go up the tech tree and you got to build like a bunch of lasers to destroy the meteor oh, okay. before it destroys you. But the the cool thing is, is that the entire ecosystem is simulated, including pollution, including over farming, including so if you like rubbish. Much, you're gonna so if you up. like, if you, you know, if you t- cut down every tree, you'll probably die of like s- fucking asphyxiation before the meteor oh, kills you. Oh, so it's you. real life. Yeah. So cool. it's a, it's basically save the world. But don't fuck it up. <laughs> save the world, but don't kill yourself. Yeah. Cool. That sounds fun. It's kind of interesting. And I mean, it, it scratches that Minecraft itch where yeah. it's just like, it's like, oh my God, it's, it's cool. After you get a certain age, you just can't complain to Minecraft. Anymore. Yeah. Um, but this one's kind of fun because it's yeah. got that uh, climate changey kind of aspect cool. to it. That Literally climate change. Yeah. Like you can change the climate. That does sound really cool. For the worse. Yeah. Usually for the worse. For the worse. Our civilization is doing okay. For now. You, there's, it also simulates like governments and stuff. Mm. So you can have like politics. We are currently a communist society because we've just decided let's just try to save the world so everyone's gonna starve but then after this we're gonna do a capitalist run where you have money you gotta buy things yeah that's like, gonna fall apart very quickly no it won't it'll take about 100 years yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then the meteorite will kill you yeah um, it's alright we'll, 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 we'll be Elon musking our way out of there uh, I was trying to think of what I just finished rereading um, the third Scott Duggery Pleasant book which is by far the best I've been doing a lot of media recently yeah um because I've just been like, I need to do more stuff. I was for a while there, I was just chilling out, working. I was like, I need to get some more stuff in my body. So yeah, I've been thoroughly enjoying it. Um, I wanted to say just a little teaser. If you're a Patreon or if you're watching this live, the post show is going to be about my horrific day today. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> um, otherwise, where can people find us? Ah, uh, Facebook at DCM underscore works. Yeah, no, that's not right. At DC, at DCM works social. What the fuck, David? I'm real. I had a really bad day. YouTube. <laughs> YouTube.com slash DCM works. Twitter. At DCM underscore works. Patreon. Patreon.com slash DCM works. And also, if you want to buy my book, maynotrick.com. I just got a bunch of shipments. Hey, Pat, could you could you hand me one of them books in the, in the box? One of the book books? I just got another ship, shipment in. Um, are they are they different in any way? They're or? exactly the same. Okay. Um, I just ran out. Thank you, Pat. What's it's a book. It's my book, uh, Maynotrick. There you go. It's that one. It's a good one. It's very solid. It's got pages and words. It's pretty um, good. If you like things like Fallout or you like Firefly or um, if you like if the way you that we like talk about stuff. David. Or if you like me, uh, you can go buy that at mainartrick.com. And if you use AFA Pod, you get 15% off at it's checkout. Warm. Yeah, the box was warm. I don't know this why. Book, books hold heat, I guess. I guess. Um, like, a, like a solid tree, like a solid maple. This like was probably <laughs> a maple. I don't know what they make trees. Don't tell people that we kill trees in my books. You're ruining the sales pitch. It's all right. You can always, you also buy it on Amazon anywhere you get books. Um, otherwise, if you want to follow us individually, I'm at DCMIHatePod. I'm at Literal Citrus. We'll see you guys next week or in five minutes if you're watching this live. <laughs>